0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another <laughs> stacked episode of the Beyond the Membership podcast. We don't really number these episodes because not anymore. We're just kind of freewheeling. So, we are live from the Project One Studios. As you can see behind us, if you're watching on video, which, if you're not, again, we've talked about this before. If you're not on yeah. video, what are you doing? You know, what are you doing? Hop on there. Um, Welcome if you're a newbie. Obviously, this time of year, we get a nice little influx of people ready to make a change, people ready to commit to getting healthier and more fit and stronger and whatever that might be. Um, So hopefully, you know, you've hopped in the members group. Hopefully you see this post or email with this episode in there and hopefully give us a shot. And if you do and then you never listen again, we don't blame you. Yeah, we no. certainly understand that. So uh, glad to be back doing this. I think we've tried the last couple of weeks and uh, we just didn't make it happen. No. You know, we just <laughs> didn't make it happen, which is all good. But I'll tell you what we are making happen. The boys are getting strong over here. We're back. The boys are back. I don't even remember when our last episode was, but we were entrenched in the meat season. Yeah. Trying to get some muscle back, trying to get some strength back uh definitely get some fat back as well but you, you gotta do what you gotta do to get that strength back so uh the boys have been just hard at work pumping iron again after the last couple of years feels good putting up some numbers we're uh oh yeah we're back man so, get after it that's exciting see how that goes but yeah uh, for sure what else is new what do we got coming up tell these folks all about it
1: oh let's see uh Nutrition groups coming back, uh, back around for the month of February. Cheswicks is this week, uh, which will be February sixteenth. Uh, the other two clubs, if I'm not not mistaken, are next week, uh, the week of the twentieth through the twenty fourth, or something like that. Uh, on some of the days there, don't know too much on the specifics of it, but topic of conversation is going to be eating to fuel your body. All right, so we're going to be talking about the importance of calorie consumption and what we consume and all that kind of stuff. Uh, because we want to we want to try to set the record straight on some things here. Um, so that is the topic of conversation after uh, last month's kind of goal setting uh, preparation meeting for, you know, 2023 setting goals, trying to figure out what are. Foundational habits need to be in order to go after what we want, uh, and so we're going to kind of branch off that and start helping people move forward on, from there.
0: I love it, and you should too. Um, take advantage of these groups. I mean, this is free for members. If you want to bring somebody that's not a member, we'll let you do that as well. But yeah, uh, why not? It's it's free with your membership. You know, we try to we try to give you the tools, so you got to use them. Got to yeah. use them. So uh, I know last time we had a good turnout in Cheswick, Catanning, Leechburg. Usually consistently a nice turnout. Yeah, good turnout so, across. Glad the to see people taking advantage of that. Uh, as we've discussed previously, if you have no idea what you're doing with nutrition, come to the groups. If you're struggling with nutrition, come to the groups. If you're killing it with nutrition, come to the groups because you can share your ideas with other people. And it'll help you stay on track. You know, a lot of times with nutrition, it's not necessarily getting on track. It's being able to stay on track for the long haul, Yeah, uh, which can prove to be very difficult. Um, so yeah, make sure you get in on these, in these nutrition groups, take full advantage of the tools available as we, uh, you know, we'll give you some, some insight into some of the tools that are available uh, as well on today's episode live from the project one studios here. Uh Also, shout out to our other sponsor, unofficial Chevel and Kemp. <laughs> After last episode, some people didn't think that was that was real. That that there was an unofficial sponsorship there Uh mm-hmm. Chevlin and Kemp, no, and magically appeared on screen. Yes, sir. and changed everybody's lives. So yeah, one, it's... one week from today, I'm back in the chair. Oh, I'm back in the chair, getting tightened up. Uh, with our boy, so look forward to that. But I do got to ask before we dive. In. All right, let's hit it. I don't know if you've been paying attention to the Aaron Rodgers news lately. I have not. Green Bay Packers quarterback. I mean, I know bits and pieces, but so everybody hates him. That's he's fine. He's opinionated. He's out yeah. there a little bit. Yeah, he's weird, and so people don't like that, right? Yeah. Which is whatever. However, the latest as so everybody's waiting for him to decide if he's going to retire. Yeah, if yeah, yeah. Traded if the Packers even want him back or whatever. So. What they're waiting for his decision is he's going into a four day sensory deprivation thing where for four days you're in pitch black.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know about those. Pitch black. Yeah.
0: So my question is. Would you do that? Do you think you could? Because a lot of people tap out. Yeah. A lot of people like lose their mind and they're just like, get me out of there. But you can leave at any time. Yeah. I think there's a switch you can turn on and, and leave. Yeah. Um, they, it's a nice. So I saw a video that somebody recorded of being in one of these. Yeah.
1: I've seen a video of people in
0: it too. And it's like a nice room. Yeah. They had like a bathtub in there. They slide your food in there. Yeah. Like you got a full setup. It's not like you're just like laying on the mud no uh, all week. So like let's let's discuss. What are our thoughts? Do we feel like we could make it four days in pitch black? Mm. Not even nothing. Like you got nothing. Yeah. No, no there's obviously no phone, there's no music, like there's nothing. Yeah. It's just you, the dark and your mind.
1: I don't think I can go four days.
0: How how long do you think you can make it? I think I can maybe make it two. I think two is very doable because they do say your first night's sleep is amazing. Yeah. Because it's just pitch black. Like I
1: I totally think I could do two days, like no problem. So if you
0: survive, I don't know what time you like clock in, but yeah, I mean, if you, let's say you're clocking in at like 6 a.m. day one. That would suck. You ride out that day you get it You like they said people sleep for like 16 hours that's what i'm saying like i'd like no no light to wake you up yeah
1: like i'm I'm in on like that component of it but as soon as you get through that first day like that first night's sleep and whatnot yeah then like, the rest
0: suck because you're, you're just not tired yeah you're just in a, you a weird no sense of yeah weird anything. spot across the board so i think because of the amount of sleep you get night one i think two days is a, is a layup
1: yeah maybe three then i I, yeah. I think maybe three four would be definitely pushing it like I mean, it's just you and your mind, and that's yeah, a bad yeah. spot to be at, like I mean, I've never been in a sensory deprivation thing whatsoever, but like running a marathon it was me in my mind for the last twelve miles, and like that was awful, like
0: I don't know, I think I could do it.
1: you think you'd go four days? I
0: do, I think it would um I think it would get very ugly, yeah, oh God, yeah, uh, I like being alone. I mean, yeah, I like so. I I think I could do it. I mean,
1: I mean, could you imagine the ideas that you could come up with, though?
0: I mean, I think before you get to the ideas, you're gonna find out a lot of. Oh, you're gonna find out find out a whole lot you're about find yourself. Out a lot by yourself. Yeah, uh, for sure. Whatever you're looking for, you're gonna find it. So, so That's just why he's going in there, dude. Like, I, this I mean, dude's wild. So normally he goes. Yeah, you got does like these weird the ayahuasca, yeah, and and like. And like finds, All that kind of stuff. Deep meaning. Yeah, yeah, So, I mean, that's what he's going in there for. So, it'd be, eh, I mean, it'd be hard. It'd be very hard. What I was saying, so, like, they were talking about, could you imagine, dude, when you get light back into your eyes? Oh, God, how terrible that probably is. Well,
1: I, I know, like, in those things, I think they have it set up, so it's a very, very, very dim light that comes on i think they start with like a candle yeah,
0: i mean they would have to i feel like yeah. your eyes would like i think yeah i think shit.
1: they start with like a candle or whatnot and then they kind of slowly introduce you to some light as you're like packing your stuff up. that's what and they whatnot. were
0: saying they're like dude you walk out of that like oh as soon as you walk colors, out you're like colors it's like, look amazing yeah like, super everything's too so
1: much, so much, much uh more I mean, vibrant
0: would be wild I, I do if you could if you could get there's got to obviously be a wall so i wonder if it's like not bad, sleep great, not bad. And then it's just like horrible. And then you break through that. And then that's when you like start finding meaning, finding, finding whatever you're looking for, yeah. coming up with ideas. Or if it's just like a constant battle of like you're thinking about good stuff and ideas. And then two seconds later, you're like losing your mind in a hole and you're not doing well. And it's like, I wonder if it's like a back and forth constant yeah. thing or if it's like a, you hit you hit that ugly, whatever wall, and then you, you kind of make through. it through, and then it's like this huge moment of yeah, like an awakening of clarity and ideas and just sharpness. Or if it's just a constant, I mean, it's probably individual. I would guess, yeah. Like back, depending on yeah, you know, that's the person how it how it plays out. But uh, mm. yeah, that would be wild, dude. Mm. I mean, I don't know. I feel like. I mean, I feel like I'm decent at entertaining myself. You know, like I feel like i I feel like for the first day, I could like kind of crack myself up and have fun with it. Yeah. But there's going to be, yeah, there's be there's, some ugly. Yeah. So
1: there's definitely uh, a point in there where like cracking yourself up turns into like, should I be in a
0: like facility or straight, whatnot? Like straight jacket. So like, it's like, it's a nice, I mean, it's, so the one, I don't know if this is the one he's going to, but the one they were kind of talking about with it. It's just like carved into a hillside yeah so yeah i
1: know I, i've seen videos of it's that nice
0: looking it's nice inside but it's yeah like, like it was hilarious dude like the video the guy's like he didn't even know what he was eating like he was like he had to feel it and yeah be like because there's no light like yeah think about when you're at your house and it's dark black. but like you still have little lights like coming from stuff yeah like, like it's pitch nothing. black like that like i wonder if you like I wonder if you like start getting used to that to where you can almost like, I would think have so. Have a weird sense of sight, like an area. Yeah. You know, like,
1: I would you know, think so. Like I a, mean, like a
0: cat in the dark or yeah. something. Like you can just kind of, I think. That'd be wild. So let <laughs> us know. You know, <laughs> in, you make in, it in, the, days? in the history, of, we'll do a poll in the members' groups, but in the history of this show, we've had some controversial topics. This is true. We can go all the way back to the, you know, would you rather stub your toe or have a calf cramp? Mm hmm. We can go back to what would you do if you dropped your phone in a porta john. That's true. We can go back to is Friday the weekend or a weekday. I I would say these have galvanized the country in terms of where you fall on these topics. Yeah. And this is just another one. Just adding to it. This is another one important conversations. Do you think well, first the first question is do you think you can make it four days? Mm. Pitch black. Like pitch black the whole time. Not like your house dark. Yeah. Pitch black. No windows. It's not like there's windows with blackout curtains. There's no like no windows. Nothing. No doorways. Nothing. First, do you think you can make it four days? If if not, how long do you think you could go? Yeah. I'm saying nights like the second and third time you try to sleep, worst night sleep ever. Oh yeah. Your mind's going. Yeah. You're not tired. You don't have your internal kind of yeah, rhythm with the light and the dark. Circadian rhythm yeah, and whatnot. You got, I'm saying I would at least do it for one night just to get that amazing sleep. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. Just maybe tap out after <laughs> that. Like, I just wanted a good night's sleep. Yeah. So let us know if you think you can make it or not. Let us know how many days you do think you could make it. um I think it'd be sweet to try. Yeah. I don't even know where you go about trying that. Yeah. I don't know if this is a common thing. Commonly I, it's, available it's, thing i think it is like, honestly there's a place you know locally we could maybe dial up
1: for we'll this we'll do a little research dude,
0: we'll just come back on the other side dude I'd, I'd be in there working on my golf swing a bit you know what i mean it's, just trying to just trying to trying to feel it trying to feel just it trying out. to feel it feel uh, it that awakening did you can do some push-ups in there and some squats yeah a, a little bit.
1: probably all i would be doing uh, like just to try to That no, actually that would be miserable like trying to pass the time
0: on that would be yeah, because I feel uh, like anything you try to do to pass the time is going to pass like four minutes. Yeah, it's going to it's gonna yeah, make it like, like, so like, much slower. Right, well, uh, yeah. You know, it's not like you can read. Yeah. Like, you know, anything like that. That'd be wild. So, yeah, interesting. Let us know. Interesting stuff. Also, interesting stuff is what we're going to talk about today. That's it. Uh, a topic that we have discussed in the past, but it's always an appropriate one this time of year. Uh, a time of year where people are motivated and want to make a change, whatever that change might be is, is, you know, dependent on their personal goals, but people want to make a change. They want to make progress. So we are going to talk about, and this is also a time where a lot of people get frustrated mm. because of the perceived lack thereof when it comes to process progress, or it might legitimately be a lack of progress, but uh, we're going to talk about progress what progress looks like, different ways to measure it, different ways you can make progress, different tools that we have available to help gauge your progress, uh, et cetera, et cetera, live from the Project One studios. Love it. Take, take her away. I'll yeah. Get us started.
1: So progress is one of those things um, that everyone thinks is kind of very linear. Um, and that it it just happens, uh, it does not. It's not linear by any means or any stretch of the word uh, whatsoever. Like It is so subjective, so all over the place and varied person to person on every little thing imaginable. Um, so when we're looking at progress, we have to try to look at it in a little bit of a broader kind of spectrum as opposed to just like, did I lose weight? Like there's so much more than that. Is that a measure of progress? Yeah, absolutely. It's a data point that we look at, and and you know one that does have a lot of value, um, but it's not the only data point. Um, you know that gets gets seen, and that's where the likes of some of the the you know tools and so forth that we have here at the club is so valuable with Evolt because it's showing us all sorts of other data points that we can look at as well. The one thing that I always try to tell people. No matter where you are in your journey in terms of health and fitness, is that everything in regards to stepping on a scale, uh, taking measurements of, you know, your body, uh, taking progress photos, um, you know, the Evolt scans, like how your clothes fit, like it's, it's all data. It's all just stuff for us to look at and then seek feedback so that we can then go down the pathway that we need to go down is stuff working great if it's still working then we're going to keep going down that path or if we start noticing that our feedback is going the other direction then we know that we need to change something and and you know go a, a different way so it's always one of those things to remind people that it's not one thing uh it's not just the scale it's not just you know uh you know strength it's not just your clothes fitting it's everything. It's, it's all this stuff, you know, clothes scale, um, you know, some strength, having more energy, biomarker feedbacks, better digestion, sleep, um, you know, less irritability. Like there's just, there's so many different measurements that we can look at in terms of progress. So always kind of keep an open mind, uh, whenever we're doing these types of things, because it's not just one.
0: Yeah. So when it comes to progress, the two real problems, are basically what you just mentioned which is putting too much stock in one thing and basing your happiness <laughs> yeah around one thing generally yeah. the number on the scale for most people um putting too much weight on one one instance of one measure of progress mm-hmm. so like one weigh-in or one scan you're like yeah. putting your whole life into this basket and if the number if it doesn't turn out the way you wanted it to be then it's just like a bomb goes off internally and you're just pissed and you're like why am I wasting all this time or mm-hmm. it's not working or whatever Um we've talked at length about weight fluctuation on this uh, podcast maybe when it was previously known as um, we discussed that. So like so many variables come into play that you can you can have a amazing way in that's not very like check in It's not very accurate. You can have a horrible way in that's not really accurate. If you're measuring performance, some days you're just firing and it's like a it's a it's a fire. Um so putting too much stock into one instance of one measure of progress is a, is a big problem. And then the second huge problem with progress is just unrealistic expectations. Yeah, for sure. So that's the biggest thing we struggle with. And what we do is getting aligned with people on what's, what's realistic because, Mm -hmm. you know, first, I guess it started with like the tabloids at the checkouts, right? Where it's like this person lost 60 pounds in 12 days or, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then now it's like neighbors or whoever on social media that do some like dumb diet that they lose a ton of water weight and you know maybe some fat losing some muscle. Like they lose a significant amount of weight in a short amount of time, but they don't do it the right way. It's yeah. not sustainable. They put it all right back on. So because of all these things, because of the way fitness marketing is, Mm -hmm. whether it's for a program, whether it's for a gym, whether it's for a supplement, whether it's for a a nutrition thing, like the type of results they're trying to promote are to get your attention, obviously, and to get you to be like, I need to lose hundred pounds in 12 days too. So that's a, that's a big struggle and a big battle for us in the fitness industry as a whole is getting people to understand like what one, what progress is, but also like what are, what are realistic expectations? Like it is so hard to like gain a pound of muscle (laughs) or like, it's so hard to lose five pounds of body fat and keep it off. Yeah. So like when people only lose five pounds, like our guy's hiding behind the flag here, five pound mold. But like when people only lose five pounds, they're like bummed out and it's like,
1: that's All huge. Right.
0: Like, when's the last time you lost five pounds and kept it off of fat? Yeah. Not just on the scale. I mean, you could not drink water and take a shit and lose five pounds. You know what I mean? Like, so, like, when's the last time you lost five pounds of body fat Yeah, and kept it off in, like, ever? Like, have you ever done that? Because um, a lot of times people kind of go back and forth and over time, you know, slowly the fourth is a little worse yeah. and, and they kind of just get in worse shape and unhealthy um so like keeping that in mind of like what is actually real progress and like sustainable progress everybody obviously yeah. and we're all like that and that's the way the world is now where it's like now everything's now give me everything yeah now. instant
1: gratification society. you know people
0: want to lose everything now or they want to gain everything now or they want to go from looking a certain way to looking like a freaking great god yeah you know the next day and it's like all right so because of social media especially the the expectations have gone all over the place Mm. Um, so those are the two main problems with with progress tracking progress understanding progress first one putting all your eggs in one basket uh, and putting all this pressure on yourself for that one measure and then also just having really unrealistic expectations
1: yeah, I mean that's definitely I mean spot on in terms of it and I think that's where you know going back to to last month's nutrition meeting that was kind of the point of of that meeting is to try to help regulate what people's expectations should be um going into this year based off their goals and what they have um so if you didn't listen to the last episode that we recorded um, I did go over what that kind of like goal sheet was that we were doing in the nutrition groups. Um, But it kind of is there to help with regulating out what the expectations of, of what we're supposed to be doing are and, and making people understand that it's, it's, you know, not about complicated things. We're not trying to, you know, do all these wild things where we're eating soup for 60 days in order to, you know, lose weight. Like, it's just about... I do love soup, though. I mean, soup's great.
0: Uh, pause. Um, There's also a third problem Uh-oh. that I'd like to add. Let's do it. And then you can obviously no, keep yeah. going because I think we're all kind of headed in these directions anyway. The third major problem with progress is... Testing your progress too often. Oh, yeah, that's too frequently. One. That's a good one. Yeah. So, like, there's some, and we'll we'll talk all about this when we get when we talk about Evolt here in a bit, and body fat percentage, and weight, and all yeah, that. Yeah. But there's people if your goal is to lose weight, to lose body fat, you're weighing yourself every day, or you're weighing yourself three times a week, especially under all different circumstances. So it's mm-hmm. not even comparable anyway. There is some benefit to like you know you can weigh yourself every day and watch the trends over time as yeah. long as you're not putting all this stock into it needs to go down every single day or something yeah. but so like testing your body fat percentage too frequently or testing your weight too frequently if you're trying to get stronger testing your strength too frequently instead mm-hmm. of building your strength if you're trying to get um in better cardio shape whatever that might mean you know if you're testing your aerobic threshold or you're, you're seeing how how fast you can run a mile. And if you just try to run it faster every single day, you're just constantly testing. You're not training. So testing progress, measuring progress too frequently and not giving yourself enough time to actually make change that is measurable and that is going to show up. And instead every day you're losing like 0.01 pounds and you're like, this is going slow. But if you just checked in once a month, you know, you'd lose a couple pounds and you'd be, you'd be in business. So, Um, yeah, so that that would, I would add that one. So putting too much weight in one measure of progress, especially one instance of one measure, uh, unrealistic expectations. And then the amended, uh, addition would be testing progress too frequently. Yeah. Back to you, boss.
1: Yeah. I mean, I definitely agree with that one. Um, and that does kind of go along with, you know, what we're, what I was just kind of going into. So like, obviously we did this gold tree thing put your big goal, what you want to accomplish for the year, what that is specific to you, break down the two things that you're going to do to make that goal happen. And then from there, we're going to break down those two things to get the actual, you know, actionable tasks that we need to do in order to make this all become a reality. And those actionable tasks end up being things that we just got to do on the daily uh, or weekly in order to continually make progress. So that kind of goes in like if you know, somebody put their goal down that they want to go squat 315 pounds. And then, you know, obviously to do that, we have to work out consistently. But then in the workout consistently, they're just like, Oh, I'm just gonna squat as much as I can, you know, every other day. It's like, well, that's not gonna do anything for us. Like, what's our game plan in terms of how we're gonna get there and so forth? So making sure that we have um, you know, that properly planned out is gonna be extremely, extremely valuable. And I think that comes also from the sense of, you know, uh, social media and 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 pressure of you know what people see they see you know people only posting videos of like their best lifts and their heaviest lifts and they see it every single day and it's like well they're not lifting that much every single day like they can't they physically can't like the body cannot kind of take that on the 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 kind of basis that you know they they're posting it up as but um yeah i definitely like that third one uh being thrown in there as the amended option
0: boom uh boom. so let's talk about ways to track progress. So, you know, obviously the first or most common way to track progress, if that is your goal, is through measuring weight and body fat percentage. Um, If your goal is strength, there's a number of ways you can measure that progress. I guess the most kind of common ways to do that would be the three main lifts, yeah. Squat, bench, and deadlift. Not the only way. You can do it Ooh, any way you want. Yeah, yeah, Um, And it depends what your what your goal is there. If your goal is to... All subjective. Yeah. If your goal is to get jacked, obviously we can measure progress through body fat percentage, how many pounds of muscle you're gaining. You can obviously measure progress and just looking at yourself, mm-hmm. taking pictures, progress, seeing how right, you're obviously. changing. Uh, if we want to improve our endurance or our cardio in some way, uh, then there's a million ways you can improve and you can monitor that progress. It could be doing uh, the same cardio test faster. Mm -hmm. It could be going further in the same amount of time in some sort of test. It could be if we're looking at my zone and heart rate monitors and max heart rates and heart rate zones, it could mean needing to lift more or faster, do more reps or do more work, uh, to be able to get to the same heart rate as when you started. So a lot of times, you know, if people are, when they first start working out with my zone, if they're in the 80%, 90% range, and then over time, they're like, oh, I can only get up to 70 or 73. Now I used to be at 85 all the time. It's Mm -hmm. like, well, yeah, you're making progress. Like that's what's supposed to happen. You're supposed to be able to do either the same amount of work at a lower heart rate or need more work to get back up to that, that big heart rate that you were at before. So right. it's obviously how we can improve our cardio progress and measure our cardio progress. It could just be habit progress. Yeah. It could just be, I came to the gym 20 times this month. Yeah. Last month. Yeah. Last month. Yeah. Like I, and that could be my zone as well with the apps yeah. that can track your consistency with the ranking system could be the number of times you come to the gym. It could be the percentage at which you adhered to a nutrition program. Um, whatever, whatever the case may be. Clothes fitting yeah. better.
1: Yeah. That's Sleep, obviously like now. that's then switching gears to like yeah. biomarker based stuff, clothes fitting better, sleeping better, more energy, you know, better digestion, you know, better moods, less irritable, like, I, there's so many things yeah. it's, it's just, it's wild, you know, and, and that's why it's so important to,
0: to not put all the eggs in one basket. Cause there's just so many. Yeah. You want them all. Uh, and that's why we try to make as many tools available as possible. That's why we use Evolt. It's why we use MyZone. zone. Uh, that's why we do some of these things so that you can look at all different things. But, you know, again, if you're, if you're getting so worked up about one measure like oh, my, my zone maps didn't track this word. it's like, all right, yeah, it's, it's not, it's not healthy. It's not sustainable or, you know, so let's talk about evil for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause obviously that's a very common way that we track people's progress because most of the people we do have here, we do work with, do have a weight loss, body fat loss goal? Mm-hmm. Um So we try to do evil. Like we talked about earlier with testing too frequently We try to do that once a month at most Mm -hmm. to give enough time, um, which is, so that's one of the problems we talked about doing it too frequently. So we try to do that once a month at most Um, when it comes to putting all your eggs in one scan, you know, that's something we really want to avoid. So whenever, so sometimes people, so the reason we have evil, it's, it's non-invasive first Mm -hmm. and foremost, and it's pretty accurate. So the most accurate ways of, of testing body fat percentage is like one cut you open,
1: yeah, autopsy like, cut you open
0: and figure it out. Uh, the second, I guess, tier of that is a hydrostatic dunk tank, which is basically like a big old bathtub with yep. a scale on the bottom. And then like, you
1: it looks at water displacement,
0: yeah, like you gotta. I did it, at IUP it was cool, like you sink, you go underwater, and you have to try to blow all oh, the air out of your yep. body. You got to, you can't eat before that. You can't drink stuff before that. Yeah. You, and you do it, but it's hard to get all that air out of your body to get consistent scans. A DEXA scan is another way to do it. Yeah. Uh, probably the pod common, you yeah. know, is a similar thing, but all of those things are probably like $30,000.
1: Yeah. Real expensive.
0: They're big. They take up a lot of space. Obviously we can be dunking people in the water. Here. Complicated. <laughs> yeah. So they're not practical. They're not accessible. Um, And some of them are rather invasive. Like you know, if you guys want to come here in the swim trunks and dunk in the water all the time, then I guess guess we can figure that out. But that's pretty invasive thing. So, Evol is accessible. It's non-invasive. It's accurate enough. Mm -hmm. So if we're if we're having realistic expectations, if we're realizing it's not about one scan, it's about many scans over a long period of time, and what trend line is being created there mm-hmm. that's what really matters yeah. so sometimes people avoid getting on the evil because like they're afraid of a bad scan they had a bad week or, or the yeah they like, you know sometimes so sometimes the is pretty good it's not perfect it can be influenced by medications it can be influenced All by what you ate the day before yeah. sodium or worked intake. out that day and that's why the protocol exists to try to get it as accurate as possible Sometimes you just get a bad scan that doesn't make sense. So it's very important. And we try to do our best to navigate you through that process of like, hey, you know, this scan just seems a little wonky. Let's try another one next week. Let's really try to dig in and follow the protocol and see if we can get a more accurate scan. So it's not perfect. It's never going to be perfect. And because it's not perfect, that's even more reason to not put so much pressure or importance on one scan. Mm -hmm. So the eVolt app, and I don't know if the, now that it links up with the Anytime app, I don't know if the Anytime app also has charts or if that's only in the eVolt uh, app. I know,
1: the Anytime app has charts too.
0: Yeah, so that's why those charts are really probably the most important thing on there because it'll it'll plot out every scan you ever do. And there's going to be times, you know, like Tyler said earlier, where progress isn't linear. Nope. It's not, the the fat's just not going to go down. Is that backwards? Yeah, I don't know. There you go. The The fat's just not going to go down. And the muscles just not going to go up in straight fashion. If that nope. was the case,
1: everyone would be, be jacked.
0: Yeah. We'd all be jacked and have a huge pamp. Yeah. Um, so the, uh, <laughs> the, the lines are never going to be straight. So what we're going to see is like down a little bit and then maybe it pops up the next scan and then it's back down. So like those data points are going to be all over the place. Yeah but if we draw that line through them for the trend we want that going in the correct direction over time yeah like in the course of a year you know if you do 12 scans in a year four of them might not be worth a shit they might have yeah. there, gone up because you were bloated that day because you ate out the day before and had extra sodium or you weren't in the protocol or you just you, were, you got off track so you had a bad yeah. scan like four of those scans might be shit but Overall, like when we look at that 12 months as a whole, so you got to have patience. You got to understand the big picture. You know, it's clear to see on those scans. Okay, we're making, we're going in the right direction here. Like our body fat's going down, our our muscles going up, and that's really what Evolt is about. So if you haven't been on the Evolt in a while, because, you know, you get you get worked up about how important this scan is, or, or you had a bad scan and you it got you bummed out and you, you know, don't want to get on there anymore. Like just hop on there because if nothing else, it's going to help us help you yeah, and know what the hell's going on. You know, like, especially if you've been around for years and you kind of rode off checking in on your progress and you just kind of like showing up and working out with your buds and like, that's all cool. But like, you know, we want to, we want to help you out make sure you're on the right track. So hopping on that evil, good, bad, or indifferent, it's not the end of the world. You know, it's just a, nah. it's just a way for us to check in, have somewhat of an idea of how we're doing and then be able to work with you individually on nutrition or work with you on the workout side to, to kind of get you moving in the right direction. Or you might just be killing it and that'll, that'll pump you up, you know? So yeah. like, It's, it's not, um, it's not the end all be all in an individual scan, but we're going to be reaching out at all three locations, whether you're a training client, whether you're not a training client, whatever it might be, you know, if you haven't stepped on the eVolt in a while, like let's hop on there and let's, you know, let's check in because there's a lot of good info on there. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, most notably how much muscle we're building, which is going to be the ultimate Goal of everybody really should be yeah. to build strength and muscle for your health, for your longevity. Yeah, you we know, talked about that and... a
1: whole episode on it.
0: Yeah, I mean it's the fountain of youth, man. So if you want to fight aging or you want to be able to burn more calories or you want to be able to do more on a daily basis, you know, building some muscle is going to be crucial. And if you're just using like a scale, there's really no way to know. No way to know yeah, what the hell's no going way. on. You're just guessing. So um, evil, it's a big one for the types of people that have weight loss or muscle gain goals, which really should be everybody. You know, you might not have a weight loss goal, but you might, you should have a muscle gain goal. Mm-hmm. And when we say muscle gain, that doesn't mean you're going to get huge pump and, and be no. 300 pounds of solid steel. Yeah. Just means you know, a couple, couple pounds of lean muscle goes a long way on, yeah. on your quality of life, your metabolism, your ability to function. As you age, like that goes a long, long way. I think
1: that goes into that unrealistic expectation sort of thing too, uh, you know, because everyone, you get it, you know, thanks to the tabloids and all the things, the like, oh, I don't want to lift weights because I'm gonna get bulky, you know. Type, you're, you're not. Yeah. Like you're not. Like I don't know how many times we got to say this. Like it's not gonna happen. Yeah. Like to have the, I mean, the boys are getting bulky. I, yeah, the I mean, hair, but, but that's
0: because we're eating.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. like yeah. if you, if you <laughs> like if you want to get bulky like we'll gladly tell you how it, like it's tastefully blessed like it's it's we'll A gladly tell you smasher. but like the reality of it is like could it, be an unofficial sponsor i know right the reality of it is simple like if you are aiming to just improve quality quali- quality quality of life and just be healthier across the board you gotta strength train like you're not gonna get big the the, the you know all the females that you see that are huge look they're not normal. <laughs> like they're not normal people. Like you're you're normal and we're just going to go through and just get strong to improve your life. And that's what matters. So making sure that we are one, properly educated in terms of how people get to where they are, what it's actually going to look like for you versus others. Like it's an important thing to know. All right. And if you want to come in and be like, I don't want to get bulky. And when you say you're not going to, and they're like, yes, I will. Cause I'm, when I lift weights, I get bulky. Just no, please listen to us. That's, that's, that's all we ask. Like we don't do this for nothing.
0: Yeah. You know, regardless of your goal, really your, your strength training should never change. No. and Changing your body is more nutrition based Yeah. Um, in terms of, how how your body yeah. looks bigger you know, you, smaller more you still need defined the strength, but... bulky yeah so evolt obviously a big one body fat percentage is a huge way to monitor progress way more important than just scale weight oh yeah um body fat percentage is going to be huge for health markers for yeah, uh, how you look how you feel how you perform all that stuff's going to be huge um strength yeah you know we kind of started going down this strength a lot of ways you can measure that. Um we talked about the kind of the big three lifts is probably the most common way people measure that mm-hmm. and and I think that's something in strong that every so often there's kind of a little bit of a testing yeah uh, approach there where we try to one rep max it. but that could be anything. You know?
1: yeah, you could do that with it could be trap
0: bar deadlifts instead of regular deadlifts It could be yeah. a goblet squat or a dumbbell squat or a squat machine or something like instead of a barbell squat. It could yeah. be amount know, of pushups you can do. It could be. Uh, if you can do pull-ups or not, if you can do more pull-ups, you know, that's, those are all markers of, of relative strength. So strength is one that people should be testing, mm-hmm. but it's also one that people test way too frequently, kind of going yeah. back to that problem earlier. So a lot of times, you know, when people want to get stronger and you see this a lot of times with like younger dudes, <laughs> but a lot of people do it, yeah. um, where every, their workout is just testing their strength. Yeah. So, they just, we're bench pressing today. We're just going to keep adding weight to the bar until it's sitting on our chest and you got to pull it off or until you dump the weights all over the floor because you don't use collars. But either way, like they just, let's add, let's add, let's add, let's add. Okay, now we can't do anymore. And that's testing your strength. Training your strength is a more thought out approach. It's not a, go until you can't go and go to failure approach yeah. that's a good way to get hurt that's a good way to not make progress so a lot of times people so they might not be in their mind they might not be testing their strength yeah too frequently because maybe every couple months they're like i'm going to max out but really you're maxing out every other day too you're just not yeah calling it you're that not you're, you're not approaching it that way but that's what you're actually doing if you just add weight until like really to make progress you should never really miss a lift like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know the last. I don't know the last time I. I never have somebody spot me. And That's why because I like I, I at this point I got a good idea of what I can and can't. Yeah, do. I'm yeah. not gonna awareness back. If I struggle at 250 on bench and barely get it, I'm not gonna go slap 290 on there and be like, let's take this for a ride. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, so smart training is obviously a big factor there, but you you don't want to be failing all the time. Like you don't want to no, be. Some no. people go overboard with like the forced reps and people pulling the weight off their chest or yeah like, out the bottom
1: training seat. till farrier all the time all that. yeah kind of you want to be
0: like... working other rep ranges and other percentages not just constantly testing your strength all the time so like same thing with like pull-ups like people do that on pull-ups too it just doesn't seem as similar where like every time they come to the gym they just like fail at doing a pull-up and it's like all right like let's get some let's get some bands out like yeah, let's, let's get, get some, some reps. Bands, Like yeah, let's do some stuff that is going to make us stronger instead of just like failing every time. Yeah, like, and and test it out every once in a while like okay, let, yeah. let's go work on it. Let's go get stronger. Okay, it's been a month. Like, let's see if we can do pull-ups now. Like
1: yeah, this is that for another month, that yeah. instant gratification kind of loop that people fall into because they they do it one day and then they fail and then they want to come back the next day and be like, well, why can't I do it yet? Because there needs to be time in between. It's just like, you know, wanting to seek progress on the scale and so forth like that. Like if you test it every single day, it's gonna be very, very, very hard to see that progress. Like we have to have all the dumb little things that we do in between in order to actually let things snowball and go through. Obviously, the, the, you know, as the saying goes, like, you don't just have a wall. It's built brick by brick. Like
0: right. Rome was built in the day. Rome, yeah. yeah,
1: Rome was built in the day. Like, you have man. to do those little things every single day, you know, consistently in order to actually seek and, and, and attain progress and growth in no matter, in any facet. You know, it doesn't really matter. You know, so whether it's weight loss, whether it's strength gain, like, you just have to, You have to come in with the proper awareness and then with a game plan, which is what we're here for, you know, if you struggle with those things, like that's why we want to give the tools, give the resources, have you do the evil, sit down, talk to you about nutrition, talk to you about your workouts, help you come up with a game plan that's going to fit for you and your schedule and what works and then figure out from there all the adaptations that might have to happen over time to continually see progress grow.
0: And that's what putting together workouts is all about you know, a lot of times when people come in and they're doing our small group stuff, they don't know what all is going behind it. So they think like, ah, oh, I can just pick some random shit and, and do it, you know? And that's why some weeks, whether it's small group or whether it's team workouts, or whatever, some weeks it feels easier than other weeks because mm-hmm. you, you can't just test every time. You can't go to the limit every single time. That's yeah. It might be a cool saying or like, there might be like a dude in a picture on Instagram, like no pay, no yeah, gay dude, you know, like what pomp, uh, whatever it might be. But like it's not that's not how you do it, you know. So there's there's periodization, there's there's progressive overload, there's stuff that goes into it yeah. to make progress um that people don't see or they don't understand. They just think, ah, oh, you just kind of do some shit and you know, whatever. So you get over it, it, time. It I mean, works. You gotta think it, it out. It
1: works one. for the very 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 small percentage of the time it work for new people yeah like, the very so very, very new, beginning
0: you can kind of do you can completely mess it up and still make progress yeah like know? the so
1: first like, 10 20 percent of your journey is going to be like yeah. that but the other 80 percent of your journey is just a one percent gain yeah. constantly
0: so that you know that's obviously weight loss body fat Evil, that's a way to measure progress. Strength, we, we got that covered with different ways you can go about doing that and making sure that you're only doing it every so often and not constantly only testing strength and never training strength. Um, you get stronger through doing less than what you're capable of, really, right. is how you do that. So, um, cardiovascularly, uh, we kind of mentioned this earlier a couple ways you measure progress. The ability to do more work in the same amount of time. So like the ski erg for a minute Mm -hmm. when you first start, maybe that's a hundred meters or something like that. And then through not just testing that every day, but through working a lot in that 70 to 80% heart rate zone and like working on improving it. And then you come back a month or two months later and you do another minute on the ski erg and now you can do 200 meters, you know? So like, it's the same amount of time, but you're doing more work in that time is one way to measure that progress. Mm-hmm. Um, doing the same thing, which you wouldn't really want to do this in the long term, but in terms of a test, like being able to run a mile at a lower heart rate than you did the last time is a, is a measure of progress. Yeah. It is. Or if you're in like a team workout, you know, reps or the weight you're using, needing to be heavier or needing to be more or staying the same but the heart rate's lower and then that's Mm -hmm. okay time to bump it up or whatever so either doing more work in the same amount of time doing the same amount of work in a short amount of time uh like those heart rate type type tests being able to recover faster between bouts of effort that's a big one so like in a team training it's 40 seconds on 20 seconds rest you know maybe Mm -hmm. when you first start out that 20 seconds flies by and your heart's still pounding and you're still out of breath when that when that timer buzzes to start the next 40 seconds and then over time and that during that 22nd period, you're like, your heart rate comes down quicker. You catch your breath quicker and you're like ready to go for the next 40 seconds. That's huge measure of cardiovascular progress. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, last, but certainly not least, is all the other stuff Tyler talked about, which is going to be a little more, I guess you can try to measure some of them, but it's going to be a little more um, subjective stuff with improvements in your sleep yeah that's looking in your like, digestion quality of life yeah like changes. stuff you're just gonna have to improve mood like stuff you're just gonna have to figure out if it's improving on your own
1: yeah and a lot of those tend to kind of happen just like yeah out of the it, blue like yeah like it like, all goes yeah, hand in hand but like those those quality of life biomarker feedback things like a lot of those they just they randomly pop up on you one day and you just it clicks in your head like shit man like doing yard work is way easier today than it was, you know, a month ago, you know, or man, I remember last year when I was, you know, that first time mowing the grass and whatnot, like I was struggling. And then like, you got to do it this year. And you're like, oh shit, that wasn't that bad. You know, it, it, you just have those random pop-ups that you're like, oh man, wow. Okay. That was a lot better. You know, obviously sleep is one, like, sleep, you can track, you can kind of see changes with that one. And that can lead to a lot of different things. Um, but a lot of the other ones, man, they just, they're going to come up out of nowhere and they're just going to kind of hit you. And then you gonna be like, Oh, okay. Like I'm starting to see, uh, you know, where this is at. I mean, I'm biased on it, but I, I personally believe that the quality of life improvements are a little bit more important. um, for most people, uh, I don't know of anybody that's planning on stepping on a stage or on a field or anything like that, going to some form of a competition. Um, so, improving quality of life uh, to me seems a little bit more valuable. Um, but I obviously, you know, there's tons of value in in obviously the scans and strength and all that kind of stuff as well.
0: Mainly because a lot of those things do lead to the quality of life changes, but it is important to remember, we've and we've discussed this at length, like you don't walk around with a shirt that has your weight on it. Nope. You don't walk around with a shirt that has your body fat percentage. Nope. If you walk around just telling people how much you bench all day long, you're you're a loser. Don't do that, but you don't do that. You don't have a shirt that's like, here's how much I can lift, right? Yeah. So like none of that, who cares? And like at a certain point, do you really care what people think about how you look either? You know, like, so a lot of those things right now, I don't, Yeah, uh, we, got bigger, we got a little, we got a little gut gun on here with the, uh, strength gains here. But anyway, like, so none of that, like all that really ends up mattering at that point is how you're feeling on a daily basis, how you're sleeping on a daily basis, your mood on a daily basis. Are you happy mm-hmm. with, with how you feel? Are you able to do the things that you want to do? Those are all the things that matter, you know, that that, that Tyler's talking about here. Like the other stuff causes those things to happen. But like if you lose body fat and you gain strength, you're probably going to be able to function better. You're probably going to, if you're eating healthier, you're going to be able to digest better, sleep better, all that stuff. So like it, it 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 all goes hand in hand, but really at the end of the day, people sleep on those other ones that really do matter. Cause they get too caught up in, in the, the numbers uh, and stuff like that. So I guess the last point we'll, we'll make here before we pop off is just why you need to measure your progress mm-hmm. in multiple ways, but just in some way, if you're not measuring your progress at all, you have no idea if you're improving your body fat percentage, you have no idea if you're getting stronger, you have no idea if you're improving your cardio, you're not really taking inventory on your sleep and your eating and your nutrition and your mood and your energy then you're really just like just running around with your head cut off yeah you're you're just just aimlessly kind of doing whatever and you're not really you don't really know if you're making progress or not you don't really know if it's working or not you don't really know what you need to do to make it work like you're you're basically in a pitch black room (laughs) four days and you got no idea where you're going. You can't As, see shit.
1: Yeah. And I mean, that's true.
0: You don't know where you've been. You don't know where you're going. You don't know where you're at. You don't like, know
1: what's around the corner. You, have you don't no know idea
0: what's going on. So yeah. to, to wrap it all up here, you know, we, we obviously talked about what I feel are the three main problems. With I, progress, I would agree with them. tracking problems. Yeah, I'd agree. Doing it too frequently, putting too much weight in one measure, uh, and having unrealistic expectations. Uh, We talked about how to measure progress in a lot of different categories. We talked about, you know, not being afraid to hop back on the evil and understanding that it is just one point of information. And sometimes you're going to get a bad scam. And sometimes it's all data. Sometimes you need to know that you're not doing well. You know, people avoid it because they're like, Oh, I don't want to do it. I know it's going to be bad. Well, like, okay, if it's bad, we got to fix it. So like, you got to know it's bad to fix it. So yeah. Hop on the evil is big. Um make sure you're 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 taking inventory and you're aware of you know some of these other changes like Tyler was talking about. And uh yeah, last but not least, if you're not measuring some form or fashion, then you're just kind of spinning your tires and you have no idea what's going on. So let's make sure we're tracking progress out there. That's it. And uh don't forget, you know, we'll we'll put a poll up. If somebody wants to send us a message or leave a comment on how they feel like they would fare with the four days of pitch black and a couple other things to talk about too. Had a big weekend.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, I had a
0: big weekend from Monster Jam. Yeah, still can't breathe. No, uh, Monster Jam. First time ever going to that, great time, great time down there with the monster trucks getting out of hand. Uh, also went to Jurassic Quest at the yeah. convention center, third Di- time doing that. Dinosaurs, I'll tell you what, dude. If you want to really lean into a Yinzer accent, dinosaur names are a great way to do it. I mean, I was having the time of my life. They got the names and they got them spelled out kind of phonetically, yeah, like yeah, yeah. hyphenated and all that. Dude, you can really lean into that Yinzer on those dinosaur names. So, if you're looking for a good time, you want to crack? That's probably what I would. I would say eight hours of my four days would be spent. Just doing Yinzer accent words and cracking up. I feel like I would I would get into a nice rhythm of just going over the top with the with the Yinsir stuff at some point. So if you want to do that, dinosaur names, great opportunity. There you go. Uh thanks for listening. Yeah. Don't know when the next one will be. Not Don't know club. what it'll be about. Who Don't knows? know who it'll be with. Not. Nah. But uh we like the we like this little Yeah, free for all pop up, you know, a little, you know, you're having a bad you're having a bad day then you get a notification there's a new episode oh. boom boom change your whole change your whole life that day so thanks for listening go back we've we've pumped out a couple since christmas i think yeah. we've had two or so two or three something um, like that um so go back check them out we got years of episodes if you're if you mm. want to know more about a certain topic we probably did it seven times yep. so go back and check those out if you're new make sure you're subscribing yeah on uh all the you know, Apple podcast, Spotify, YouTube for the video version, uh, all that stuff. And, uh, you know, we'll see you. We'll see you down the road. We'll see you when we see you. That's it. See you.